I'm Rizlar. I'm Frosty. As nobody's really engaged quite yet. Yep, oh, there we have a bit of- Oh, is that a triple stun for the Mystic? And welcome back to the value pack. Good to go. Alright, everybody, welcome back to another week of this uh, questionable quality podcast. I think it's fair to say that. That's a pretty accurate description. Um, we're going to be doing a lot of things today, going over comments, we're going to talk about the BSL, we're going to talk about uh, motivation, and we're going to talk about some other things if we have time that are a little bit less serious, a little bit silly, but I, I think it's a fun, fun conversation to have. Uh, first things first, unfortunately, we were supposed to have some footage of, uh, Frosties today. Uh, he, he recently found out that he has terrible upload. So, it's literally not possible for him to shoot me his footage in time for the upload tomorrow morning. Um, so next week is when we're gonna get to see some frosty footage. Unfortunately, this week, you just get more Manchwam's grind with your boy Reslar. Uh, would also like to point out here, uh, I did this just for Piotr. You can see at the top left of my buffs that I have both my 200% going, as well as, uh, loot scroll burning. I have my pets on active. And my Oxstone is on, so we're just going to leave all that going while we sit here and uh, read comments. Piotr, that's just for you, baby. I know you love it. Uh, You're a monster. By the <laughs> way, next week when I do my fancy recording, some of it will be PvP. I was, uh, I was grinding on Arsha Crescent Shrine. I recorded myself for about 35 minutes, and I would say 25 minutes of that is me defending myself 2v1 against a zerker and a wizard <laughs> and then uh then the rest will probably be history yep, so, yeah. yep yep um and just so everybody knows frosty was completely on board with this idea of uh burning things while we sit here and read comments until i got to the alk stone that's yeah what, that, that was he, where he drew the line you have a bell's heart <laughs> man that's precious that thing has that's a precious resource that does not come easy i get the item scrolls they just hand those out but they don't hand <laughs> out mystical spirit powder okay they do when you grind manschwams man <laughs> Dude, barely half as much as they used to uh, alright, let's jump straight into, uh, comments. First and foremost, we did get some, uh, topics off of the Discord today, so make sure if you want, uh, a higher chance of your topic being seen, and, well, not being seen, but being, uh, taken, I suppose, because the first thing we do when deciding content, or, uh, not content, I suppose content, topics, is we go to the Discord and kind of see what people are talking about, what is, uh, possible for us to do. Make sure you go join the Discord and uh, just hang out with us in there. Have some discussion. Have some ideas about what we can talk about. Have some ideas about the game in general. And uh, probably this week, since I'm not node wearing this week, maybe Frosty will be able to do it. Maybe not. Maybe we can do it on a, an off day for Black Rose. We might do some sort of uh, community event in there where we just kind of get as many people in Discord as possible and just kind of re about whatever we want. Class balance. Uh, desync, maybe, I don't know, pay to win, 
just whatever we feel like. So we might do that sometime this week. I'd like to anyway, but we'll see. Um, anyway, let's just uh, jump right into it as it was. Um, Small Dick Stole Your Girl says, Would love to get more insight on Musa 1v1 PvP and PvE. Shaky Bay might be perfect for that, as well as get a little drama going, maybe. Um, Shaky Bay, if we did have Shaky Bay on, it would be mostly for the drama. I personally don't believe he's that good of a Musa. No offense to Shaky Bay. Uh, I don't think he's that good. I, he could tell us, you know, I think he's above average, even if only slightly. So he could give us the basics, but, um, I don't know. To get really in-depth, I think I would prefer to have somebody else. No offense to Shaky Bay. Just saying. Um, Austin Do you have, do you have anyone in mind? Uh, I really would like to have Grimm, but he doesn't, I don't think he even plays anymore. He doesn't have a mouth either. (laughs) Dude, Grimm is so good. I still want to see Grimm and Nayashi fight, too. Could you imagine that fight? (laughs) Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm trying Um, to think of good Mewas, or uh, Mooses, like off the top of my head, that aren't just like gear carried. It's kind of hard. Yeah. Kind of hard. I'm sure Nayashi has some people that he could refer us to. Um, Austin Lassiter says, I still wish for the day stamina nerfs are reversed. Flex Valk win. <laughs> yeah. You know what's funny? About a month and a half before the CC changes and the stamina changes, uh, there's this guy named Doki3 who I used to watch a lot because he would put up mystic videos him pvping on his mystic him pvping on his kuno and back in the day on his dk but he randomly did a grind video i guess on a friend's account on a valkyrie at nagas and it was like ridiculous how fast you could grind on that class right before the nerf like the speed was insane so yeah it's that was a dramatic change especially at places like nagas or bandits where you have to travel long distances that is a. This is iTex, by the way, Frosty. Just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Uh, Leon Fitchat. I. That's probably not how you say that, but that's how I'm gonna say it. Says a uh, Nico Nico Buff Kuno. Yeah, I'm down. <laughs> give, us um, that, give us that stiffen back. Ronnie Rasmussen says, "Didn't they change AOA draws to whoever dealt the most damage wins?" I wish. That would be a much better system than what currently exists. Um, but no, currently it is still whoever has more HP at the end of a round wins. And draws are just draws. Nobody gets a point. So, Yeah, yep. that's actually a cool idea for a change, though. Yeah, I still don't think it would be perfect, but it would definitely be better than what we have right now. Like, well, for it, sure. would, it would force, if you're losing the whole time... This is kind of like the implication in some sports, too. But if you're losing the entire time, it would force you... Think about kind of like UFC or something like that. If you're losing or boxing the whole time and you're just going to lose in the scorecards at the end because you dealt the least amount of damage, it's going to make that last 30 seconds, the loser is going to be trying to go for a knockout. So that that actually would make watching it way more entertaining, I think, too, when the time's getting low. Yeah, honestly, I think... In my idea, in a perfect world, AOA would be like, when the time runs out, say it's like a three-minute match, right? When the three minutes are up, 
Like, their HPs are already at 50%, right? It just, right. their HPs start ticking down. Like, 1%, like, every, like, I don't know, 3 seconds or something. Just a flat percentage of their HP. So their HP just drops and drops and drops and drops until somebody is going to die because eventually they're going to be at 10% and be able to be literally one-skilled. Somebody right. is going to get one-skilled. Yeah, that could work too. That's I what like that. I think it should be, honestly. Force a win from somebody. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shadow's yeah. Army says... Real quick, a real quick the problem ahead. with the, the total damage output thing is they'd have to show us damage numbers, and they're anti-religious when it comes to that. That'll never anti happen. It's, a, it's against their religion. It's against their <laughs> atheist religion. Anti-religion. So, yeah. Will never happen. Yeah. Uh, Shadow's Army says the debate between Archer and Ranger sounds fun. Would love that. Maybe next week. We'll see about maybe next week we can get that going. Uh, Adam Punton says thoughts of switching... Feels tense man. Switching mains? So, I guess. Rerolling? Yeah. Did we talk about rerolling last week? Uh oh yeah yeah. Uh at the end we talked about if you could have picked one class to main ah. kind of for your whole career. Yeah, which would it be? So I guess that's what that is referring to. Yeah. Uh moving on, we got Piotr's comment. Uh I'm just going to try and summarize it. So it's him reading about not being in Goons... Oh, wait, he TLDR'd it at the bottom. Uh, revert Stamina, buff Valkyrie, and Reslar hated me enough to not put me on Goon Squad. Mm -hmm. uh, well, he, found, he found out you put another Archer on Goon Squad, not him. Yeah, so you want to know... Piana, you, I'll, I'll tell you right now, straight up. You want to know why Sinny is on Goon Squad and you're not? Well, first of all, it's because you're not in the guild, but Cindy got on Goon Squad because of this. I'll put it on screen right now so you can see it nice and clearly for everybody to see. That's Cindy's gear. He's a 281 AP archer. That's why. Um, <laughs> that's just a meme, by the way. I'm not actually that mean. No, uh, I already talked to Biotter about this, but he left literally right before we made Goon Squad 10 people. So back before when it was five people, I was like, I don't want an archer. Because that's going to take away one, like, brawly grab class. And I kind of want five brawly grab classes. But now we have ten people. So now I'm like, we can have, like, one or two non-brawly grab classes and still be okay. Because we'll still have eight. So we'll be fine. Right. So, I mean, Piotr, I told you straight up, man. Uh, whenever you come back to the guild, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll make some room for you. We'll make it happen, brother. Um... The Shepherd 112 says, for the next video, can we see Frosty grinding? No. Next video. Deal with it. Next video, <laughs> next video. I promise. Uh, also, the new spot might require groups, as from the video I saw of a 330 DP Mystic grinding there alone, you still take a ton of damage, so having multiple people might help for divergence of damage. Also, excuse me, the new weapon has more than 100 durability as it enhances like a fishing rod. Does that mean it cannot be repaired, though? Wait, oh, it it'll like it'll downgrade at plus ten. I don't. I think he just. I I don't know. I'm not, I'm actually not sure. I think he means that it has it has more than a hundred max durability, so maybe it has like one fifty or something. Yeah, but then he added that it enhances like a fishing rod, which uh, sounds 
Which sounds terrible. No, I think he means the new weapon has more than 100 durability as it enhances like a fishing rod. Oh, 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 gotcha. Okay. So like, as the enhancement means... level goes up, the durability goes up. I gotcha. I suppose, yes. I think that's what he means. Okay. Um, she says, for an archer, hit up D-Legends for a ranger. He meant to say ranger. He typed tanger. He meant to say ranger. Hit up critical. And then Piotr commented, weird thing, critical is in Hex now and doesn't seem like they know he's a god ranger. Well aware of it. I fought critical. He's really crazy good ranger. Yeah, he um, just doesn't have a microphone. That's bearable. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sunshine Senpai. Listen, there is a lot here uh, talking about Ranger, mostly. There's no TLDR. I don't feel like reading all of it. <laughs> so, all right, give, I'm me, gonna give, me, give me some points. Give me some flash points here. Anything uh, in there that stood out? He doesn't play Ranger anymore. That's what stood out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's, that's all we needed to know. So I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Sunshine Senpai. I'll meet you somewhere in the middle or something, and uh, I'll just put it up on screen right now. There you go. So everybody can see your comment right there, nice and easy. If you need more time to read it, you can just pause the video. Uh, if, you're not, if you're listening to this on a podcasting app, you're shit out of luck. Uh... Lost Souls says, nothing much on Ninja today, guys, but should make Ninja have a higher chance of getting Tet Gold accessories. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. <laughs> Just the Ninja. Although, Just the ninja. you'd have to trade something off, so maybe... Maybe get rid of Ninja Step in exchange for better enhancement, right? I like that idea. Yeah, get rid of a Serpent's Ascension. <laughs> yeah, just remove it completely. <laughs> they no longer have any float. Feels bad. <laughs> Alright, and that does it for the comments. Thanks everybody for leaving a comment. Make sure you leave a comment on this one uh, as well. Make sure, again, that you're joining the Discord. We You can leave your feedback in there as well. And uh, come hang out with us and can't wait to see what the comments are on this one. I'm sure they're going to be lovely from Piotr and other people that are driven crazy by what I am currently doing. So, looking forward to that. Moving on. We got stuff we want to talk about. Frosty, what we got? Um, Let's see, what do my notes say? Let me grab my monocle. Alright, so <laughs> first thing is first, we had the BSL this weekend. This is the first week of many weeks of the Black Spirit League. And um it was super fun to watch. Anyway, for me, I was I enjoyed it thoroughly. I watched most of the EU bracket and then I watched most of what they would let us watch of the NA bracket. And yeah, I I had a good time. I was on Discord with a, a few mutual friends of Reslars and mine and we were watching the games and bantering and complaining about balance, and it was awesome. So um, I just kind of wanted to go over some of the results, and then I actually had some some questions for Reslar about some of the results. So let's start with uh, EU, since that one was first, uh, I believe the first televised match in the finals was uh, Fuyu, Tamer, 
who you got to see up close and personal, who's a really, 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 really good tamer. Like, God, that kid is good. It was really, really awesome to watch him play and just kind of raffle stomp everybody. And then he ran into uh, FTP, who's AKA FXP, is that right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, and in, I believe he was on A Springer's team uh, in the BSL, the 2v2 version, back in the day. And he was also on A Springer's team for the Pearl Abyss official tournament. And they got to the EU finals there too. So, yeah, it was cool to see him. Um, but Fuyu won 4 2. That match was riddled with draws. Like, what? How many draws were there in that match? <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty sure there was, like, 11. Like, there was, like, somewhere around 10, I think. Uh, yeah, so... Because I think that, I think, I think Dr. Positive said that it was, like, 14 draws total across, mm -hmm. like, both of the EU final matches, and right. the second match only had, like, 3 or 4. So it was somewhere around, like, 10. Yeah, it was epic to watch, because the, everyone starts playing safe, when the timer goes down... Like uh, the commentators were saying, it's, you know, you're fighting for your tournament life and you want to win and you're trying your best not to throw the game away. So kind of do what you can to win. But yeah, it it uh, it had become such a problem that there was a rule change for the North American bracket. And basically, if you got a draw the next day, every time you got a draw, <laughs> both players would just be awarded a win. So if someone was in the lead and you kept forcing a draw, the person ahead was just going to win. And yeah. and then I think they also did kind of a, uh, if you're intentionally trying to get a draw and it's obvious that you're just going to lose a point or be talked to. I believe no, you'll, you'll straight up lose. Yeah, you straight up lose, so. That Dr. Positive said that that falls under the sportsmanlike clause, which basically says if you're doing anything that's not sportsmanlike, you'll just automatically lose. So if he feels, if he or the other staff feel like you're forcing a draw just to meme or whatever, mm -hmm. then you'll actually just straight up lose, and they'll just move on. Right. Now, despite there being a bunch of draws, uh, that match was really awesome. Both players played really well. Fuyu came out on top. On the other bracket for EU, uh, the finals was a Sork versus a Sork. It was LLW versus Often, and LLW, I believe, won 4-3. That was also really good. And even though there were draws in that one, they both were hyper-aggressive the entire time. So it was actually really fun to watch. Yeah, that one ended up resulting in a couple draws just because of the nature of the classes and how people tend to play whenever it comes down to the wire, right? You have Sork versus Sork. Both have a lot of iframes, not just super armors, like actual iframes, and a couple frontal guards thrown in there as well. So once it came down to the wire, HP's dropped to 50%, like 10 seconds left in the match. Both of them were playing so safe that neither of them could hit the other person. So it wasn't like they weren't trying to. It's just that literally they were both playing so safe and doing it so well that they couldn't hit the other person, even though they were trying. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had a Sork winner and a Tamer winner in EU, and then in the North American side of the bracket, in NA bracket 1, which I don't believe was... It wasn't cast by Dr. Positive or Good Vibes, it was uh, Phoenix, Ninja Phoenix, was uh, streaming that, and uh, I don't think there was like play-by-play -play commentary, but there was a little bit of opinion and stuff. Um, and McCann's won that, 
Oh, good old McCann's Mandalore beat. I I don't know how to actually pronounce this. Ibra or Ibra, uh, Mystic. He beat him three zero. It was pretty one sided. Um, but yeah, that was kind of cool to see. I know a lot of people root heavily for McCann's uh and say he's really good. So it's cool to kind of get to see him come out and prove how good he is. He he kind of stomped everyone through the whole bracket. I don't think he really was close to losing to anybody. Yeah. Did... I mean, at the end of the day, like, people like to meme McCann's, but he actually is one of the best warriors in the game. So it's like, it's not surprising to see him do really well, honestly. Yeah. I, f- I think I forgot to mention that. He's a warrior. So that was Warrior vs. Mystic. McCann's won that. Um, And then on the other side of the bracket, we had Inflict. The Zerker versus Laven, which I think a lot of people were a little bit surprised to see Laven make it to the finals. And Laven actually had to get through Block Jump, which is a pretty well-known ninja. So And he crushed him, dude. And he crushed him, yeah. Laven 3-0'd Block Jump in a ninja versus ninja specialty. And then in the finals, uh, Inflict, a really, really solid Zerker, was able to beat him. Uh... But he beat him 3-1. Oh, yeah, the North American side, I forgot to mention, switched to a best of five. The EU was a best of seven, but I think... Best of, best of in the finals. In the finals, right. So I think they just kind of yeah. sped things up a bit and made it a little bit shorter. So Yeah, um, they reduced the matches for the sake of time because the EU literally took over eight hours to complete one day. <laughs> yeah. Which Dr. Um, Positive was expecting it to take, like, four at max. So yikes. he was not... By the end of it, he was very, very tired and not super okay. Right. Um. So, as far as the results, I mean, it's hard a little bit to post-game analysis on how they played because it's such a fast-paced thing, but I was kind of curious your thoughts on um, if you were surprised at all with the classes that won. So, we had a, a Tamer win, a Sork win, a Warrior win, and a Zerker win. And kind of, I know you and I, we touch on balance all the time in 1v1, small scale, yada, yada, yada. So are you surprised with these results? And are you surprised, are there any classes you were surprised didn't, didn't win? Um, there were a couple things I was surprised about. I was surprised about the lack of uh, mystics in the EU. There was apparently only one mystic in the entire flight one of EU, which was kind of surprising. Mm -hmm. Um... I'm also surprised that Maywa, like, there were a lot of Maywas that made it really far in EU, which was really interesting. Um, and then on the NA side, I don't, I don't think there was hardly any Maywas that made it very far at all, which was also interesting in its own right. Maybe speaks to the differences in the regions or something. I don't know. Just kind of an interesting thing. Um, as far as am I surprised about the winners? No, not really. All four of those classes are, like, really good 1v1ers. Tamer and Berserker are, like, like S-tier 1v1 classes. And then Sork is, like, right behind them at, like, A+. And then Warrior isn't too far behind Sork, in my opinion, at, like, A-. So, they're all really good uh, classes. And, yeah, it's not too terribly surprising, honestly. Yeah. Um... I'm surprised I, that the strikers didn't do too well, but there weren't a lot of, if any, that I can remember anyway, big name strikers in the flight one. So Yeah, I noticed that. There was no Ghost Coup, there was no Scissor or SCR. Um, 
Yeah, I, I noticed that too. There weren't. I didn't. I don't think I recognized any of the strikers off the top of my head. Also, everyone's names were kind of a little bit weird for this because of the trial characters. All right. So it was also hard trying to figure out who was who. Um. But I am definitely not surprised. To be honest, I, I thought more Sorks were going to get through just because at the gear that you're allowed to use, I thought Sorks damage is high enough to play hybrid. And there's a lot of good Sorks in NA specifically. So I thought we would see that, but no Sorks made it through in NA. And <laughs> uh, in EU, two Sorks did make it to the finals, so... Yeah, that happened. Um, but no ninjas, no kunos. There was a ninja in the finals, but he got run over. Actually, it's it's kind of impressive. I I don't know the Zerker matchup specifically versus Kuno and Ninja, but uh, Inflict had to go through a really good Kuno and a Ninja to to win the whole thing. Just kind of cool to see because he he didn't play like slouches. He had to fight Kinner. He fought Laven, who beat another really good Ninja right before that. So. Yeah, it was kind of cool yeah. to see him. Inflict really well. is actually so. Here's the thing: I have an issue with a lot of berserkers uh, that are in like in-game guilds. A lot of them are very lackluster in their uh, skills, in all honesty, because they're gear carried and they just like they. You can see that they used to be good, and the knowledge is still kind of there, but they just don't use it because they don't need to, right? My 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 example of this, and no offense if he you know ends up watching this or whatever, but my example of this is Kai. Like I really feel like Kai is not as good as he used to be. Uh, he used to be like a pretty good Zerker. I don't think he was ever like the best, but he was like pretty damn good. And then now like he's got so much AP that he doesn't need to be good, and he just. Which is understandable, right? It's just kind of going to happen, but he's just not that good anymore. He makes a lot of mistakes, he does a lot of weird things in his 1v1s, but he doesn't get punished for it because he's so geared, right? Um, and he's not the only one, there's a lot of them that are like that. Uh, I think Inflict is actually a good example of a Zerker who, while he is pretty, like, damn geared, he actually still has retained his, like, level of skill, and he still, like, has it, so to speak. If you know, like, if you get what I'm saying. Right, he's like, got he's, it, he, dude. He's got the it factor. He's still, like, he's not slouching on his combos. He still knows how to do all that stuff, and he still does it, even though he is super geared. He doesn't do these scuff combos just because he can. So, uh, I actually really like Inflict. I'm, I'm glad that he made it as far as he did, even if he is a bit of a fucking meme. <laughs> is he? Why is he a meme? I don't know. Him. I just know, like, on his stream, he was streaming some of the BSL for a while because the streams weren't up for the first two rounds, and he was, like, just kind of a crazy personality. But why is he a meme? I, I don't know him very Yeah, much. well, that's why, because he's kind of silly. He's just a silly person. Uh, from my experience and from what I've heard from people that have, like, interacted with him a lot, I feel like all Zerkers are a little silly on the inside, at least. Like, certainly, on, certainly on the outside. Inflict, like, Waco, like, especially the really, really geared Zerkers and, like, Snake and Chonation and shit, like, they're all a little crazy, it's kind of funny, but, so yeah, um, but yeah, he, he played really well, honestly, uh, you know, he got desynced a lot, I felt the rage whenever Laven desynced out of not one, but two grapples in a row, 
in like the last like the round that was gonna be Inflix win. I was like I was sitting there being like if Laven actually wins this because of those fucking decent grabs, like <laughs> I am gonna be so mad and I'm not even the one who's affected by it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't like to get too into the decent grab thing because like there's two sides to it, right? Like when you see the animation go off sometimes like I, I know this is like a sork. Like obviously there's times where the grab goes off and you're just like, wait, uh that poor Zerker, like that sucks, you know, in a certain situation. And then there's other times where the grab goes off like clearly on during an iframe and you go rewatch the replay and you're in an iframe and you're still stuck in their hand. But on your screen, you're away from them, and then you get teleported back, and you're in their hand. So it's it kind of goes either way. So it's hard to say. Like from the spectator's point of view, there I think there is a lot of desync on things that were hard to tell if you weren't from the player's point of view. So for example, yesterday in the or you know the Sork one from EU, the Sork v Sork, Benzi sent yep. me this video, uh, a short clip of. Uh, the two sorks fighting in one of the matches, Benzie Bays, and he was like asking me what skill knocked this sork down. <laughs> and I like watched the replay, and the sork uses Shadow Leap to get behind the other sork, and the other sork doesn't even cast an ability, and it just looks like after the Shadow Leap, the sork trips on the stairs and falls to the ground. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, I have no idea. How did he fall right there? It made no sense. So yeah, it's like, I don't know, it's like, it kind of sucks. There was a lot of it, too, yesterday. Wait. Yeah, so I think it's a mixture of things, right? First of all, you have uh, trial characters. It, call it tinfoil if you want. I personally think trial characters are not, like, they're messed up. It feels like resistances are really wonky on them. It feels like desync is 20 times worse on them. Trial characters just really don't feel, like, normal. And it's not just because, like, they're slower or whatever, because trial characters are just kind of inherently slightly slower. Like, it's legit just something about CCs doesn't work properly with them. I don't know if that's resistance bug. I don't know if that's desync. I don't know what it is, but it's very strange. Uh, second of all, you have Arsha, which is, like, one of the buggiest things they have ever put into this game. Uh, and even worse than Arsha is the Arsha spectating. So, like, half the time when you see some wonky shit going on, like, it might not even be actually there, and it's just the spectator that's bugging out. So right. it's, like, really hard to, like, it's just a concoction of, like, really bad stuff that results in a lot of, like, what the fucking, you know? You're just like, whoa, what? What was that? You didn't like how every class had Sorcerer's Shards of Darkness floating around them for every single match. Yeah, because Dr. Positive was on his Sork, right? And so <laughs> yeah. the spectator client, I guess, literally just keeps your character but invisible on their character. So right. even though he was invisible, the Shards of Darkness weren't. And so every single player in the EU just had Shards of Darkness floating around them. Like, okay, that's kind of strange. He should be on a tamer next time so we can see Hailing just following the players around. Yeah, right? Yeah, I was, I know, I was, like, jokingly, like, how funny would it be if mid-fight, Inflict just cast Shards of Darkness out of nowhere? 
Yeah. Shard, sorry, shard explosion. That'd be great. Um, I'll tell you one thing though. Uh, Inflict probably did just get the headbutt combo in there, so that's what feels bad for people who are relying on that. Yeah, <sighs> man, I'm not gonna talk about it, but there are definitely some Zerker combos that are just straight up exploits that I hope to God get fixed soon. Well, what's interesting is I don't think that one's actually an exploit. I think that that one's just poorly. So which one is that? That one specifically. So that is the one. So you can you can literally headbutt just over and over and over again. The thing is, is you can cancel your headbutt with Storming Beast, but if you do it at the exact time that you are supposed to. I'm not even going to attempt to do it because I tried for a really long time and I just couldn't get it. I think it's because of FPS issues. You also have to have good FPS. Uh, if you get it at the exact moment, you can essentially cancel Headbutt with Storming Beast and then cancel Storming Beast with Headbutt. But both the damage goes off every single time. Mm. So basically, you're canceling two abilities with one another with one another over and over and over and over again and you can do it literally like five times a second if not more if you get like really really good at it right it's incredibly difficult to pull off and if you fuck it up especially against a grab class it's basically a death sentence uh but if you have the fps for it and if you are able to pull it off successfully it is the highest dps combo in the game but right. that being said, it's not actually an exploit. Like, there's another combo that Inflict used that is an exploit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that one. That, that one actually the... isn't an exploit. That's just poor thinking on their part. Like, right. how they didn't think, like, hey, maybe we should add a cooldown to Headbutt and make it do reduced damage off cooldown. Or same thing for Storming Beast. Because neither of them have cooldowns, so it does full damage every single cast. So, right. I'm I'm assuming either next week or the week after, we'll probably see a Headbutt and or Storming Beast now has a cooldown, and it does reduce damage while it's on cooldown. That's probably what they'll do to fix it, because that's just the easiest way to do it. Will that adversely affect grinding? No. No, okay. not at all. Headbutt is not used in grinding, and Storming Beast shouldn't be used in grinding? Storming Beast might affect your PvP damage a little bit if you're if you are in the habit of just spamming Storming Beast a lot after your Frenzy Destroyer. It actually might result in a little bit reduced damage in PvP, but nothing you can't work around, so it's not a big deal. Right. Um, I actually hope they do fix it because I'm tired of people using that as something to complain about with Zerker. <laughs> uh, that's it's what, like that's what Ninja me said about Bladespin, and now look at them. Me as a Zerker, I don't even use that combo. I'll kill somebody, and then they'll start complaining about headbutt combo. I'm like, dude, I can't even use that combo. I didn't even use it against you. Like, why are you Why are you even complaining about this? Yeah. Because people, people don't know Zerker skills, so anytime they get killed, they're like, fucking headbutt combo. It's like, no. <laughs> but okay. Um. Cool. So I think that, that about wraps up the the uh actual tournament um i'm really stoked for next week uh where you were not signed up are you signed up for any of the 1v1s nope i can't take 1v1 seriously because i get enraged okay so i'm signed up in week three and four i couldn't this week was full and next week i'm not gonna be home but uh three and four hey I'll, same I'll brother what wait are we are we gonna be able to record sunday <laughs> 
What? Next week? I yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll be home. I'll be home Sunday, but they don't do the tournament Sunday. I'm not going to be home okay, for the tournament. Yeah, yeah. Um I don't know when I'll be back Sunday. My cousin's getting married on Saturday, so I have to go do that. Oh, and okay. I don't know when I'll be back on Sunday. All good. We can so. I'll need extra time to upload this video of me grinding anyway. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to probably take 2 weeks. So, uh but that wraps it up for the actual tournament itself, but you did get to uh, guest commentate with Dr. Positive on the EU tournament basically, what, most of the day? Like, almost all day? No, like half of it. Half the day. And and how, so the, how was that? The whole thing was like eight hours. I did like four of them. Uh, it was fun. I don't think... I don't think I was very good because it was my first time trying to do... I asked, I offered him, so I was supposed to be a guest caster for the NA tournament at some point. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I came home from, uh, school slash work and I saw he was on his own. And I was like, wait, that didn't he have EU people like to do that with him? Mm -hmm. And so I looked and, uh, they had said that they couldn't go, unfortunately, uh, Friday. And right. so I just sent him a message. And I was like, hey, dude, do you want some help? I just got home and noticed you're on your own. And he replied with, yes, please. Oh, God, my throat is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, yeah. He asked me to come on and do analysis, which is something that I haven't done before. I'm usually the play-by-play -play guy, but mm -hmm. the thing is, is he's the play-by-play -play guy. Right. So I got to try that for the first time, and that was pretty fun. Aside from the fact that uh, analysis gets shit on way more than play-by-play -play does. Mm -hmm. Like, play-by-play -play basically only gets shit on if you don't know the names of abilities. And, because then people are like, oh, he doesn't even know the name, whatever. But, like, analysis gets shit on for, like, literally everything you do. Because there's, no matter what you say, there's going to be somebody who disagrees with you. Even if you say something like, Oh, Zerker Q buff is really strong. There's gonna be some jabroni in the chat that's like, Oh, Zerker Q buff is only up three minutes. You know, even though it's <laughs> something that everybody should be able to agree with, there's always gonna be somebody complaining. Right. So it was like, it was really, it was fun, and I enjoyed like being with Doctor Positive, and I actually think that we worked pretty well together, considering we had literally never talked even in voice before mm -hmm. uh, that moment. I think we did pretty well together. Uh, but yeah, analysis is a kind of a pain. It's fun, but it's kind of a pain. Yeah. Yeah, and Dr. Positive is so, he, he's so pro, like, he's smooth, and, like, for how long he did it, too, is like, that It's, oh, yeah. yeah, it's epic. Dude, at the end, so anybody who watched the EU finals could just, they could feel how tired we both were, like, when they kept drawing out, like, the uh tamer v maywa match mm -hmm. and it was like it was actually getting frustrated like i was actually getting mad and i could hear dr positive was kind of getting a little annoyed as well because he's been doing it for eight hours i've been doing it for four hours and here we are watching these people just draw over and over and over and there's no end in sight every time we think it's about to end somebody pots at the last second or somebody v's with four seconds left to go and it's just like Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was like it was really hard for us to like it was really hard to try to like stay not only like not hype even because we weren't really hype. We were both so tired. Right. But like even positive, like 
I was trying really, really hard to be like, you know, <laughs> I was trying to play devil's advocate, basically, every time there was a draw, and I was like, well, you know, FTP, he's just doing what he thinks he has to do to win. I don't know if I agree with it, but he's doing, you know, what he thinks is the best strategy. So, you know, you can't really blame him for doing what he thinks is best. And in the back of my head, I'm like, fuck this fucking guy. I want this fucking guy to lose so fucking bad. Uh, (laughs) Just like (laughs) raging in the back of my head. I'm like, please just let me get on with my life. Right. So it was mixed emotions. But overall, it was a really good experience, and uh, he didn't invite me on today. I guess that's because he had uh, Ippo on with him. Or not today. Wait, yesterday. today? Yesterday. Yesterday. He didn't have me on yesterday. I guess he had Ippo helping him out, which is chill. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he'll have me on another week na- next weekend, because I can't do it. But maybe for, like, Flight 3 or 4, or, uh, you know, maybe a 2v2 day, we can do something. I don't know. I'm cool. basically just I'm basically just waiting for him to PM me and being like, hey, you want to do some stuff? I'm like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, hopefully you get to commentate my match if I don't get knocked out immediately, which I probably And also, will. apparently my mic quality was so bad in that uh, casting that Frosty actually Venmoed me $60 and made me go out and buy a new mic. So if I sound a wee bit different to everybody, that would be why. Yeah. His mic could not handle going through compression and going through whatever settings were happening. He was the all the people that I was on Discord with when we were listening to the cast were like, "Wait, what the hell is going on?" Reslar sounds like he's in my room in a box, <laughs> talking to me like through like an empty paper towel roll. Which was interesting because Doctor Positive didn't notice that he didn't notice it either. He was like, "You sounded fine in Discord, so I don't know why it would sound like that." I was like, dude, I don't yeah. know. That's just what people were saying. And then I went back and listened afterwards, and I could hear what you guys were saying. It sounded like my mic was, like, across the room from me or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what was up with it, but it was really weird. It was, so, your mic was like a hidden camera show mic that you weren't yeah. supposed to know was there. Like, does Wrestler know he's being recorded right now? Yeah, right, dude. So... Yeah. Yeah, I got a new mic now, so if I sign a little bit different, that would be why. I got myself a, a mic stand. It's super fancy. Oh, did you? For, it's not really. How's it? How so? How's it like mounted? Well, no, 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 no. Not like a not like the one that you were. Not the super fancy one that right. you were showing me. But what'd you end up getting? Uh, no, nothing. I'm just saying the base stand. Oh, <laughs> like, the one it comes with. Yeah, like the microphone is no longer attached to my head. Oh, so, got you. Okay, yes. I like, see it's literally sitting on my desk in front of me. So, yeah, it's, right. it's... I suppose that's what the cool kids do these days. I don't understand it, but whatever. Yeah, I can't buy a mic stand, Frosty. You haven't been me more money yet, so yeah, I can't yeah, go yeah. buy one. For sure, dude. You gotta wait. You have an <laughs> allowance, right? Um, allowance. I do get paid tomorrow, but the unfortunate thing is I think most of that money is gonna go towards this wedding thing that's happening next weekend. So, you mean pearls. I, uh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah I, we, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see. Hopefully this microphone isn't picking up too much of my clicks, or if it is, it'll be uh, cancelled out in the noise-gating effect afterwards. But yeah, should, we'll see. should we'll we get it out. I don't hear it too much It's right a work now in progress. Yeah, we're trying to improve, like, little by little. That's, uh, that's all it is, you know? We just want the best for you guys, the listeners. So your ears don't get blown out. Yo. Um cool. So moving on. Congrats on that. That's awesome. You did a really good job for your first time. I thought it was awesome. Uh 
and I felt like I I know it's just like fifteen hundred viewers or whatever, but I was like, look at that, Reslar's famous. He's on TV. Yeah, dude, right? Mom, I'm on the TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, cool. So moving on to darker, darker things. Um, that's it for the BSL. Next week, same thing. We'll cover it again a little bit. Just talk about the winners. Um. If you haven't signed up, go sign up. There's a wait list, but people drop out quite a bit. So if you want to participate, go sign up and do that. Because, yeah, we need to see a few more faces. I'm excited to see who's in the next bracket. I know some of the same people will be in there. You can participate more than once, but I'm sure there will be a bunch of new faces as well. So, yep, looking forward to it. Same time, same place next week. Hold that thought real quick. You can keep talking. I gotta go do something really fast. I'll be back in like one minute. Okay. Alright, so uh, we're gonna move on. Let's talk about something a little bit more on the negative side. Um, Supposed to be positive, but ended up being negative. So, uh, I'm not gonna go too much into detail because this is one of those things where it really, really affects a lot of people personally in a very negative way, positive way. People have super strong opinions about it. Um, I'm not as opinioned about it. I'm still kind of playing the wait and see approach. But on Wednesday morning when we got our patch, uh, right after the patch notes came out, Kakao announced that they had a band wave. A band wave of 899 accounts. And uh, on the surface, that's really awesome because Shadow Arena specifically has been getting ridiculous with hackers, so a lot of people are not having a good time. Um, so it, it was kind of a good thing that they banned people. However, they so they broke it down. They said 899 accounts were banned. 215 were active in Shadow Arena. 572 were uh, using speed hacks and other hacks in the main world. 112 of the bands were fish bots, and 614 of the total bands were trial accounts. So that's that's the numbers they gave us. The problem is, uh, shortly after the band wave came out and people started waking up that morning or get, getting home from work or whatever, logging on to BDO for the first time, a lot of people who had not been using hacks or uh, didn't cheat in any way found that their accounts were banned. Um, Kakao came out, I believe, the next day uh, with a post saying that they wrongfully banned a few hundred people, several hundred people. I believe the number was 200, but I couldn't find the number going back to get the exact number. But they said that a couple hundred accounts were wrongfully banned due to, quote, an error in data, end quote. So, which is pretty hilarious, which is funny and sad. But whatever the case, it it was in that moment, I, I thought to myself, well, like, that's shitty. That's a shitty situation, especially for a lot of these people who post on Reddit because um, they get shit on. Like, if you come out on Reddit right now and you say, hey, I was wrongfully banned, I wasn't cheating, the community kind of jumps on you because, I, I mean, people just kind of hate cheaters and they just assume everyone's just trying to get out of it and get their account because it sucks to be banned even if you were cheating. Um, 
And the, we've had a history of people coming out and saying they didn't cheat and then proof came out later on that showed that they did. So there's a lot of backlash and back and forth and it, it's kind of unfortunate. So people were kind of being wrongfully mistreated uh, and being made fun of and laughed at and called names because they were saying they were wrongfully banned when it turned out they actually were wrongfully banned and got their accounts back. Um, and then the next day, there were still a bunch of people complaining that they were wrongfully banned and that something needed to be done. And then Kakao came out again and said they unbound, unbanned another wave of accounts that they had wrongfully banned. And in that same post, they also said they then banned an additional 376 more confirmed hackers. So um, the whole thing has kind of become a mess. So they sent an apology letter out on their website addressing those wrongfully banned they said they're going to try their best to improve the procedures to help prevent this in the future and that they will send compensation out to the people affected. Um, and yeah, I, I believe there's still people that are saying they're wrongfully banned or maybe they haven't logged in yet or whatever, but hopefully this gets resolved. Um, I Like I said in the beginning, I, I don't have too many strong opinions on it outside of the fact that it's really shitty. They need to do a better job about it. Um, and be way more communicative with the community and let them know. Uh, I mean, let them know kind of not, I obviously not like all of your secrets on what you're doing to ban people, but there's gotta be some sort of like, now everyone's just afraid that they're going to get banned for doing nothing wrong, you know? So ban roulette. Yeah. Ban roulette. The ban roulette term is going around. So, uh, Resler, what are what are your thoughts on this whole, episode going on here uh it's pretty funny <laughs> what i guess in some sense it is a little bit funny but these are people's accounts man like if you've been playing for two years and spent like three thousand dollars on the game it's not funny yeah but it's not my account so it's pretty funny oh my um, god um <laughs> no Dude. it's so okay there's a lot of things first of all uh okay here's here's the thing mm -hmm. this is where i get to be negative nancy on this all right this was like the most retarded thing ever because they banned a bunch of accounts and then a bunch of accounts got wrongly banned because of an error in data omega lol whatever that means it was a glitch it was a glitch in the system and then and then they banned more accounts or whatever and then they have to unban more accounts whatever etc etc so they come out in that newsletter and they say like, "Hey, we fucked up. We're fixing it, and we know bandwaves aren't permanent solution." Yada yada yada. Whatever. First of all, bandwaves are not a permanent solution. I get they already said that, but it needs to be stressed because that's all they've ever fucking done is bandwaves for like the past like three years. I remember back in the day when GMs would literally walk around in game. I literally watched a GM ban a dude on the spot. At mm -hmm. fucking uh, Hex Sanctuary for botting his account. That doesn't happen anymore. It's like either they don't care, they can't be bothered, maybe they feel like Bandwave is more efficient or something. I don't know. But it definitely feels like it worked a lot better whenever there were GMs in the game watching the hackers and banning them, or the botters, whatever, and mm -hmm. banning them as it was happening rather than now. 
Well, uh, second of all, now, in wrongfully. F- in fairness to them, ahead. after this whole ordeal, they do, or at least they said they do, currently have active CMs and GMs watching like Shadow Arena matches and banning people on the spot. And our good friend Mina has actually said that he saw, he has seen it happen post patch now a couple times where someone is literally infinitely teleporting around, and then all of a sudden their character just disappears, and they're not in the match anymore. Well, that's good. And that's, honestly, like, that's what needs to happen. Right. There there needs to be more of a, like, grassroots, just, like, in-the-game world, like, seeing it happen firsthand, and then dealing with it right there. So I'm glad that they're doing that, even if it's, you know, only for a limited time, or only in Shadow Arena or whatever. Like, that's good. They're returning back to what they used to do, which not only, I think, works better, honestly, but it also makes the community feel better, right? Because you see it happening, and you're like, oh, they actually do give a shit. They're actually trying to do something about it. It just makes you feel better. It makes you feel more, like, I don't know, at ease, I guess? You're more like, they actually give a shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Second, people being wrongfully banned. I don't know, I couldn't even begin to imagine what an error in data means, uh, but it, it, I'm almost 100% certain, I'm like 99.9% certain that is an error in human, they and human, it. they fat fingered the number, dude. Yeah, and human needs to do a better job, so I don't know who human is, but human needs to do a better job. And you can blame it on an error in data all you want. Probably a human error. So I blame Facebook. Do, do better. And, you know, I don't know what compensation consists of, but hopefully it's more than a fucking GM lucky box, all I'm going to say. Um, and then I- thirdly, the main wave didn't even do much. There's still hackers. Literally just earlier today, I watched someone say that he still can't play Shadow Arena because there's at least two hackers in every game. So it's like, okay, you banned so many accounts, great. It's still an issue. Still need to keep on it, which, again, if they're, you know, actually in in Shadow Arena games, banning people as it's happening, that's a really good first step, and they just need to stick on it and figure out, you know, a way to, a way to deal with it as best they can. So, you know, figure out a better solution, I suppose, is what I'm saying. Which is a really easy thing to say when you're not the one who's doing it, I understand, but... It's just what has to happen. So, I don't know. And in, in my opinion, you you should just go full Blizzard on people and just ban their fucking ISP. Like fuck you, kids. Yeah. Um. But that doesn't or not ISP, just IP. Ban their IP address. That's what Blizzard does when people cheat in <laughs> Overwatch. They just ban IP addresses. Yeah, it didn't even dawn on me that you said ISP. That would be hilarious. Like, Yeah, dude, ban Comcast from playing yeah, video. <laughs> if you're a subscriber to Comcast, you can thank this guy. He got you all banned. Um, yeah, they got to do something. I mean, it, it's... But here's I, the thing, you know. right? Here's the thing that's also really, really annoying me about this. Mm-hmm. They've only started caring about these hackers because of Shadow Arena. Like that—that's that's, see, no, I'm not. I, I can't go that far because they—they had these band—they had these band waves long before Shadow Arena, like long, they long, did, long before. 
They did, but they happened like very infrequently. No, like, no, no, very no. They, rarely did they, they had, happen. They had a good stretch of like three months where they did a band wave every two to three weeks. Remember for the the silver farmers and like the speed hackers and the history hackers. Like that was a thing that actually happened. There was no shadow arena. They they don't just yeah. care because of shadow arena. Like maybe they care more, but they definitely don't just care because of that. They definitely were doing stuff before the fish spotters before. Like Amora X and all them, they they got banned for fish spotting. It had nothing to do with Shadow Arena. Yeah, but I'm not gonna point any names. But there's been pe- I know several people who have either I've seen hacking slash botting, mm-hmm. or they've claimed to, and they're still not banned. Well, I'm not saying they've caught everyone. I'm not defending their process or anything like that. I, I'm I was only pointing out that they definitely have been trying to ban people and clean up the economy because of it, but. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose. No, no, but, no. Okay, so bring bringing up my issue number two, mm-hmm. they literally when they ban people, they literally say, "Please come back." That is my other issue with it. There should be no, "We hope you come back and don't hack." There should be a, "You hacked in this game, so fuck you. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. We don't fucking care about you. You're a little piece of shit loser." Who in a casual video game chooses that he has decides that he has to cheat because he's so much of a loser that he can't actually play the game fairly. See you later, kid. Go enjoy Minecraft or whatever shit you can freely mod in all you want because you're so bad at it. Like that is what should happen. It shouldn't be a friendly little Oh, we we banned your account, but you know, you can always just make a new one and then come back later. No. Again, you should straight up blizzard these kids. IP ban. Say, screw you and everything you stand for. If you want to play this game, go find a new IP. Like, that's what needs to happen. It shouldn't be friend- It should not be a friendly process at all. I have literally zero respect for people who cheat in literally any video game ever. Especially non-competitive ones. At least in competitive ones. Like, if you're- If you're cheating in CSGO, like, I can understand it, at least. You're like, oh, I want to be I want to be really, really good at CSGO, but, you know, I just can't make it happen, so I, I use wall hacks or whatever. Like, you're still a piece of shit, but at least I get the end goal. I don't really understand why people cheat in super casual games like BDO, where it's just like, you're cheating by speed hacking in Hystria. Like... Cool, dude. I guess like that that doesn't even guarantee anything. Nobody's gonna be like, oh yeah, dude, he's the best because he grinds super quick in Histria. Like no First. one's gonna say like, oh dude, he's really really good because he has three hundred AP. I need to like, people are just- I need to interject here. I I've this has gone on long enough. You cannot sit here and call my favorite esport a casual game. Okay, <laughs> you, you take <laughs> it back right now. You just spent 12 hours watching the BDO esports channel, dude. These people are hacking so they could get better at PvP. Duh. Oh, mal, dude. In the Equalized Gear tournament, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I, I, I like what, you know, Dr. Positive and everyone that's helping at the BDO esports team is doing, and I hope they keep doing it, but uh, calling it an esport is kind of silly. This is a very casual game. If WoW couldn't be an eSport, this game can't be an eSport either. That's all I'm going to say. So, well, feels bad. Again, now, I, I agree with your first premise, but then your your little comparison there was horrible because WoW is tab target. It can't be an eSport because it was RNG chance to miss and block. 
Well, but I, I think it's a fair comparison, though, because WoW tried to be an eSport at the height of its popularity, and it failed. Why? Because sure. at the end of the day, it's an MMO and not a competitive game. It's a casual game. I think That's, you can say the exact same thing for BDO. At the end of the well, day, it's just not a competitive game. But the difference even if players is like his, to play competitively. Historically, fighting games have been considered competitive games, and if there's an equalized... Now, I'm not saying it is at this point now, but they're obviously moving towards it, and I'm not saying it's an eSport or that it ever will have any success in eSports, but it does have a fighting game uh, aspect to it, and if it's equalized, there I don't see any reason why they can't like go towards that direction. At least, maybe not become an eSport, because you know it's kind of an older game now, so it'd be hard, but I don't see any reason why it can't be labeled competitive down the road if you're doing like trial character equalized PvP in a fighting game. I mean game. I suppose That's I all suppose I mean. you're correct. I suppose you're correct, but at the end of the day nobody is hacking in the quote unquote competitive part of the game, which is the PvP. You haven't been right? to an nope. arcade in a long time, dude. Everyone's hacking in Street Fighter and Marvel vs. Capcom. Yeah, dude, that's fine. Not in this game. It doesn't happen, except for in the in the fucking balls of Hestria. Where somebody's just instantly killing people, or in Shadow Arena. Like, those yeah. aren't the competitive, like, scenes that you're talking about. You're talking about PvP, Equalized Gear, Arena Varsha, nobody's hacking in there. Well, except for the trolls that like to drop Sasha off of the, you know, <laughs> clouds. Um, yeah, no, and I, I, I'm 100% with you, and like, if you're hacking, I mean, I, I feel in any game, even counter-strike or whatever unless you're on like a private server with friends or something but if you're hacking like yeah you're you're just a piece of shit a lazy i mean like the game is i if you have to hack at that point it's like you're not enjoying the game for what it is so probably not the game for you maybe play something a little easier like wow you know that has a real esports division uh dude, go play minecraft competitive minecraft or trove if you've never tried trove that's that's where you need to be if you're a hacker. Play trope. Um. Okay, I think that's that. Moving on. Yeah, it, it sucks. Sorry for all the people that got wrongfully banned. Hopefully all of you get your accounts back. It looks like a lot of you are, if not all of you. So we'll see how that goes. Hopefully everyone gets their account banned. Kind of scary times. It would suck to be wrongfully banned. I know that. Um. But yeah. Uh, moving on. Do, do, do. Maybe, maybe yeah. I should check my other accounts to see if they got banned. I might be banned and I don't even know it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm surprised Mina's not banned. Yeah, with how much he hacks in Shadow Arena, I mean, wow. Well, just with how much he's blocked from buying pearls and stuff all the time. I'm <laughs> sure he's on a list somewhere. Dude, Mina keeps telling me, like, if they banned off of claims alone, he would be instantly banned because everyone he kills in Shadow Arena says that he's hacking. Okay. Which is actually, like, probably a good 50% of people that I've killed in Shadow Arena have claimed I'm hacking. Yeah. Like, I just walk up, one combo them because I got RNG carried and I got a Zarka really early on. And then they're like, wow, nice hacks! I'm like, it's not hacks, dude. Just got <laughs> lucky. That's it. Yeah. Uh... Okay, moving on. Uh, I think that's all we have to say about that. We'll, we'll, uh, if there's any follow-up changes or news or whatever next week, we'll talk about it. Otherwise, uh, most likely we will not. So we'll see. Uh, moving on. So we had a uh, like a user suggestion, right? I think that's uh, what this this next thing yeah, was yeah, that, yeah. that we thought was pretty good. Do you know who 
Uh, let me look in the Discord real quick. Shout out to the Discord. Make sure you join it. Come join us. Um, it was... Who was it? What the hell was it? Ah! Oh, it was, a. Uh, it was... Polnism. 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 Polnism? Is that someone we know? I mean, I know they've commented before. I don't think it's somebody we know. I think the only reason we know his name is because he, he's commented before. Although he hasn't commented lately. Dude, drop a comment, brother. Where have you been? I mean, you're in the Discord, but drop a comment, man. What the hell? Uh, so, yeah, yeah, his suggestion was... I have it written here. Um, So, he was asking... It would be cool to hear us, you and I, talk about uh, what keeps us motivated to grind. How do we yep. motivate ourselves? And uh, would we enjoy a PvE slash PvP tower? Which I think... Wait, was that him? I thought that was someone else. Oh, was that someone else that did the tower thing? That was somebody else. That was Seo? S-E-O-H. Okay. So, so we'll get so. to the tower thing after, but uh, the motivation thing. If you If you have a... If you want to give a little bit on this, how do you stay motivated to do your one hour a day? And uh, uh, I don't. Uh-oh. There you go. Easy clap. What do you mean you don't? You don't what? You don't grind? I don't grind an hour every day. Sometimes I grind for eight hours. Sometimes I grind for zero. It just kind of depends on what I want to do, honestly. Um, I think as far as motivation goes, if you're trying to stay motivated, the important thing is to keep the goal in mind. My biggest issue with motivation is that I'm constantly swapping goals that I want to reach or and or I just don't have any at all and I'm just kind of like whatever. So whenever I don't have a particular goal in mind, my progression slows down to a snail's pace. But if I have a particular goal that I want to reach, like when I was first reaching soft cap, I did it very quickly because that was what I wanted to do. And I also it helped that I had to do it by a certain time. So I was like, I got to do it. I got to make it happen. Um, so, yeah, you just got to keep goals in mind if you're struggling with motivation. Uh, with me in particular, like in where I'm at gear wise, I'm like kind of whatever. I'm like I could go in any direction. And that's really bad because I don't really have a particular goal in mind. Part of me wants Ted Ogre. Part of me wants uh, Ted Crescent. Part of me wants pin uh, helmet, so there's like a lot of goals that I want to reach, which is not good. You should only have one at a time, and then work through them in the way from easiest to hardest, basically. So, yeah, that's it. Um, yeah, I think I saw this with you when you were trying to get your crescent ring. Yeah, when I was trying to reach soft cap, yeah. Yeah, you you were pretty motivated. And uh, I've definitely seen the other side of you where you basically do nothing. Yeah, what's up? Uh, since, since I got soft cap, literally all of my gains have been because fuck it moments. Uh, Tech Crescent, I was trying to enhance. Nothing was working. I was trying to enhance weapons for another character. Nothing was going. was getting really frustrated. Decided, screw this, I'm just going to blow up a Crescent, because this stack is a decent stack for a Tech Crescent. Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting it. I was like, ah, oh, that worked. One day, I just randomly decided to go out to Vel. Second time ever being out to Vel. Just happened across a Vel's heart. Wasn't planning on it, just decided to do it, because why not? 
And then the Bassy was just because I was bored and I was I had a lot of medals and I was like if I blow this up I can just buy belts for like three months so I don't really care. And then it ended up going through. That's literally all my gains have been because fuck it moments basically. Right. Um Yeah. So for me I think that A, I I actually enjoy the game pretty thoroughly. I enjoy grinding i enjoy pvp i enjoy node wars and for all that stuff i'm i'm kind of constantly trying to keep my gear updated but um yeah i mean kind of like Reslar, i guess i try to set goals i i don't stoop into the doing nothing for too long i, I think the last few weeks is the least amount of effort i've put into actually progressing um mostly because i uh I don't been know. spending too much time on the Division Two. I've been playing Division Two. I've been playing Anthem. I've been trying to branch out and play other games because I've played nothing but BDO for three years. But the irony of it is, I like I kind of lost a little bit of motivation to play BDO, and then I was playing these other games, and now every time I play BDO, it's actually a lot more fun. Like coming back, yeah. which is kind of interesting. But so lately, I've I've been grinding a lot more. Um. But yeah, I can just grind, man. As long as I have someone to talk to on Discord or in voice, uh, I can just autopilot my brain and grind all day. So yeah, I think the I think the other game thing is important. Like I I personally I just don't get how these people grind like for like eight hours a day every day. Like that's insanity to me. I guess it's different if you're, like, a streamer or something, because it's kind of like your job and you're interacting with people or, like, whatever else. Like, I kind of get that, but the people who just do it and, like, they don't hang out in Discord or they don't stream or they're just, like, they're like, yeah, I just watched a bunch of movies all day. I'm like, dude, how do you do that? Like, what? That's crazy. Yeah. Like, I play a lot of other games. I play, like, Spellbreak a lot. I play, I've been playing Deceit a lot here recently, play a lot of, uh, Smite, play a lot of, uh, Paladins, like, a lot of different games that I invest time into when I'm not playing BDO with other groups of friends as well, Mm -hmm. and I, I think that's a big part of what has kept me going for, like, a really long time, like, since I've been playing since launch, is, like, I've never... Ever since I stopped playing League of Legends in, like, 2015, I've never been a one-game person, and I don't think I could ever do that again, because while I enjoyed my time playing League of Legends, because it was the only game I ever played, I actually grew to really hate it. And now, like, I think back to, like, or, like, I'll be bored, and I'm like, maybe I could go play League of Legends. And then, like, I look at the launcher or whatever, and I'm just like, uh, nah, I think I'm a pass. Like... (laughs) It, I've just grown to hate the game because it's literally all I did for like four years, you know. Right. So I think it's important to like play other games, like you were saying, and just like branch out, and it makes you kind of appreciate BDO a little bit more, or like the time you spend in BDO a little bit more. It also makes you feel like you can't waste time. Right. Goals are important too, man. <clears throat> Honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I log in now. Like, I have a set of weapons for my wizard. My wizard is literally soft cap right now. He's got tri weapons. He's soft cap AP with the gear I have right now. He's literally 253 AP. Uh, I could go out and grind in a lot of places with him right now, 
I but I feel bad when I do that cuz I feel like I'm losing like money and I'm wasting time. Like I'm I'm basically in the mode of where like if I'm on this game, I'm either PVPing for enjoyment or I'm grinding for money. And grinding for money does not include grinding on my soft cap wizard. It's purely grinding on my zerker. So that's like the only two things I do basically aside from like little event stuff here or there or whatever. Right. Um, if I was spending like six hours a day on this game, it'd probably be a lot different. I'd probably feel like I get a lot of time to kill. I don't have to be like doing something constantly or whatever, you know? Right. I think having goals too is is really good. Like, I find if there's something I want, especially if it costs silver now, since you can pretty much buy everything with silver, just kind of slowly chipping away at the amount of silver that you need is is kind of nice motivation. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if you don't enjoy the game, you don't enjoy the game. I, don't force yourself to play it. Definitely play other games and then play BDO less. That's the cool thing about it. It's like you can slowly make silver over time just AFK fishing with your game in the tray and playing something else. So, Or you can make money really quickly over time by fish spotting and then get banned. Yeah, or not fish spotting and then get banned. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that also works. What was that dude? I don't remember if he act, if he actually ended up being correct or if he was lying, but there was someone on Reddit who said he acted like a fish bot oh, like, over yeah. the course of a weekend or something and he got banned. Right. That was the um well, that guy was kind of countering your idea pretty hard or trying to anyway. He, uh, the idea of like cuz he was saying they don't have software their only means of banning people is just in game watching people like hack in real time and trying to determine if that's a hack or not. Um, and yeah, he was he said he was fake fish spotting and the mods fell for it. But then, if I remember correctly, that guy ended up. He, it turned out he was in like two different fish bot discords and all sorts of crap. So yeah, that was a uh, yeah. Sort, you, sort if of a you yikes. think if you actually think that the only way they can tell if you're hacking is by watching you, you're actually like brain dead. Like, there's no I can guarantee you there's ways they have things set up. They might not be good, they might not be perfect, but they have they have ways to know if you're hacking or not. Mm -hmm. They may not catch everybody, and they may you know they may catch the wrong thing, and, you know. Every here's the thing you gotta keep in mind: every piece of software is written by a human. Therefore, every piece of software is just as open to error as if it was a human. Yeah. So, it's like it's not perfect. It might not even be good. But to say that it doesn't exist is kind of silly, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm 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 with. And I mean, uh, to to White Knight a little bit even though you just did that for me. Um, to White Knight a little bit, like other games I've played, specifically Korean MMOs, have been like egregiously bad at catching botters specifically. Blade and Soul actually would have on multiple channels a train of hundreds of the exact same class with random letters for names farming the area in a straight line where it looked like your game was glitching out. And I'm just like, how do you not know these people are bots? And you hit them, 
You knock them down, they don't say anything or do anything, they just get right back in line. <laughs> it was yeah. it's hilarious. So I I don't know. Yeah. At least it's not like that. But it it was getting pretty bad in Shadow Arena. I I mean, I don't know myself, but according to people who play that awful awful game mode. <laughs> um Yeah, and then so the other person, what was the name uh it was a shorter name, Seo. Seo. I don't know how to say it. It's S E O H. He had suggested uh, what we would think about a PVE or PVP tower, where you kind of climb and the difficulty goes up, like the higher level you are. I I would love that personally in both modes, PVE and PVP. Um, they had that in Blade and Soul, and it it was a lot of fun, and it actually was just called the tower. Uh, for PVE, I don't know if they had anything like that for PVP, but at least in PVE, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be really fun. Uh, some sort of like an MKX or MKX Mortal Kombat thing, like how they have the tower that you kind of like work through or whatever. Right, right. Uh, that would be really, really fun. Uh, if they did it. My only issue is that, like, the AI in this game is so bad mm-hmm. that, like, I don't know if you actually could do, like, a PvE tower and have it be actually good. Right. Yeah, I was thinking seriously the same thing. So, I think, like, I don't know. In a PvP tower, I think it would be good, but it would just be, like, a ladder. Which is what people have been asking for for a really long time. So, mm-hmm. yeah, PvP Tower, aka Ladder. Let's go. Let's get this shit on the road. Like, well, what if what if they did even with bad AI? What if you you show up in a room, like uh, level one? You show up in a room and you have to fight. It's it's close quarters, like maybe the size of um, the small area in Battle Arena, right? And you start on one side. And then 30 bandits mobs spawn, you kill the mobs. Then you go to level 2, and, and then it's 30 Sassins mobs, and then 30 Nagas, and whatever. And you kind of go through, and then it's 30 history of mobs. And then after you beat that level on, like, level 10, now level 11, it starts over, but the mobs have, like, twice the HP, or they move faster and do more damage, and it just, like, gets harder and harder. That, that could be kind of fun, like, waves of mobs versus a boss fight, since they don't have an AI, or a good AI. That could be interesting, uh, especially if there was good yeah. loot. I mean, I guess, but I feel like that would get boring very, very quickly, honestly. More boring than circling an area and killing the same mobs for eight hours a day? I mean, arguably? Well, look I at mean, trees, though. Like, trees, you don't even circle. At least at least when you're in open world, there's a chance somebody comes and fight you, and you're like, oh, some spice. Ooh, you know? Uh, um, I don't know. No, that's a good aspect. You're right. People can randomly show up in your tower and just murder you in the middle of it. Here's what I think. Here's here's I just I I just came up with this idea, mm-hmm. and they would never do something like this because it would be far too complicated, and they don't care. Uh, what if it? What if you could do something where you could actually have like a guild tower? So like you set up a tower in your guild, and then other guilds can challenge you basically. And you have, like, this guild tower v. guild tower type deal, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's, like, you have somebody... So, say, like, us as Hex, and then you guys as Black Rose. Horrible, horrible fight 
to happen, but let's just use for the sake of an example. Could work. Could and then work. us and Hex, we choose ten people. Mm-hmm. And those ten people are like the ten floor bosses. You you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like at level one, we put kind of somebody who like maybe isn't super good. Like they know what they're doing, but they're not super good. They're they're just okay. You know, they know how to play their class and they're fairly geared. You know, we put like Mina or something. And then uh you know, all the way up to ten where we have somebody who is like really good at you know their class they really understand their class they're pretty geared like we have like cine up there or something right 281 ap archer pretty damn good archer at that right and then you guys do the same you have somebody at level one all the way up to level 10 and then you have people like go fight and then whoever however far they get they get rewards based off of that and the guild whose tower you're competing in also gets rewards based on how far they get except for it's not how far they get it's how far they don't get Know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I gotcha. I'm like that would, I think that would be kind of an interesting thing to do, but would be super complicated and it would never happen. Yeah. But I don't. I think that would be a, a really fun thing, honestly. If you could do something like that, just like m- more. I think the moral of the story here is people want more avenues of PvP, and people want their PvP to actually be meaningful, not just in a sense of pride and accomplishment. To quote. Who was it? EA that said that stupid shit whenever I think it was EA with um Battlefront, Star Wars Battlefront 2. They were talking about unlocking characters. Uh after playing like hundreds of hours, you unlock a character and you get a sense of pride and accomplishment. It's like <laughs> that's that's not good enough. People want their people want their PvP to actually mean something and most of the time that something in this game is silver especially since you don't have a ladder so it's like people want more avenues of PvP and they want it to be meaningful so either add a ladder or make it a silver incentive and give us more avenues to PvP that's the moral of the story <laughs> yeah i'm in that would be cool that that whole system sounds fun a GVG that's based on small scale or one v one in general would be awesome instead of order chaos. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, I mean, I just literally came up with that on the spot, thinking back to like the tower concept, stealing that from Mortal Kombat because that's what Mortal Kombat towers are, right? It has like the they don't necessarily get harder, but theoretically, I think the idea is you go through a bunch of challengers. Until you get to the very top, which is typically harder than any of the people you fought previously. So if you take kind of that same concept, you could apply it into BDO, specifically into guilds, and you could do something like that. That would be kind of interesting and fun, but I don't know. There's lots of ideas that are just thrown out by members like every single day, like members of the community, players of the game. And it's like, take any of them, man. Like, they're all decent. Just take it. Edit it a little bit if you need to, if you feel you have to or whatever, and put it in the game. Because people just want to fight more. That's really just what it is. People want more than RBF, you know, this giant, like, fuck fest that's just confusing. The score system is terrible. There's no balance whatsoever. Team battle that nobody uses because it's kind of lame, even though the concept was okay, I guess. And then Battle Arena, which you actually lose money by doing it, even if only slightly. Like, people want more avenues of PvP and they want it to be meaningful. So, I don't know. 
Set it up. Let's do it. Um, and then last but not least, speaking of uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, someone sent this in. I, also, I don't have it. I don't have it pulled up. I don't have the guy's name. Do you? Uh, I can give me one second. Do 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 do. Uh, Sarok. Sarok. All right. He says. Yep. He says specifically what he says is the BDO classes become characters in a Mortal Kombat game. Which ones place top three, and what are their fatalities? Yeah. So hold on. Let me actually find this post. Do do. Yeah, because we both already replied to this, or you replied to it fully. I replied to your reply in the Discord. Shout out to the Discord. Join that shit. Yeah. <laughs> This was under discussion? Uh, topic suggestion. Topic suggestion. Okay. Okay, yeah. Okay. So I said Landzerker and Maywa. The land fatality would be called <laughs> Twisted Calamity, where she throws her blades with ribbons around her opponent over and over and then starts spinning them. And as they're spinning, their skin is being torn off until they're just bones. That would be her fatality. Um, Zerker, which one is kind of lame, but I just loved the name. Uh, the Zerker, and it, his fatality would be called Shot Scene Around the World. That's an homage to uh, LeBron and his famous game against Orlando, which I'm sure you already knew that, Reslar. Um, he grabs his <laughs> opponent, <laughs> he grabs his opponent, and uh, literally smashes him headfirst into his cannon arm, and then shoots, and the camera zooms out, and the, the guy's corpse travels like a large distance, I don't know, maybe to another continent. Um... And then the Maywa's frozen uh, would be called frozen pincushion, where she like slams her spear into the ground. Ice slowly creeps over her opponent until they're completely frozen, and then the Maywa stabs it like a million times. It's all it's like a bunch of holes in it, and then it just crumbles apart into nothing. That would be dope. And I agree, yeah. fatalities need to be put in this game somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh... Yeah, that would be interesting uh, to see a, a crossover like that. That would be funny. Uh, I think Zerker's... I don't have a name for it, because I, I can't think of cheesy names off the top of my head. All right, I'll come up with a uh, name for you. What's the... But what's Zerker's the... definitely needs to be... I commented, I don't know if you read it, Frosty. It needs to be two slashes with the axe. So, like, you, you won't be able to see it unless you're watching the video. But, like, the side attack here... Kind of like that. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like a slice in the like a slice on the knees, and then a slice in the torso. Have like their their guts falling out. You know, like typical modern uh, or Mortal Kombat style. Mm -hmm. So it's like slash and then slash, and then you do it would be a frenzy destroyer right into like their collar, and it like slams them down onto their knees. Right, it doesn't kill them. It slams them down on their knees. They got like these deep cuts. Now their arms are like kind of like hanging. Like dangling off to the side a little bit, you know. Again, typical Mortal Kombat goriness. And then you see the Zerker swap to the cannon, and you see him just reel back and start charging the ancient wave. And then right when the dude, uh, the enemy, realizes that, like, oh shit, like I'm dead as fuck, he just like blasts him with the ancient wave split shot, and there's just like nothing but like a skid mark, like just a black mark, and just like dust. Like where their body was, basically. Like that's what I think it should be. That that would be like sick as fuck animation to watch. Honestly, that would be so cool. So the ability would be called 
Welcome to Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> are Mortal Kombat fatalities just inherently like super cheesy? They are. They're really cheesy. Own... No, they are. They're they're like pretty cheesy. <laughs> See, I haven't played a lot of Mortal Kombat in my time, so I don't really know that much about yeah. the game, honestly. Aside from the goriness of it, the the fatalities are always super gory. I haven't played a whole lot either. I mean, I played. One, two, and three when they were new. When they were new, that's just how old I am. And then I played a little bit randomly of Mortal Kombat. Actually, I played Mortal Kombat X or ten, and I also played a little bit of a. There was this random one that was Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, so you could be like Batman or the Joker or Mortal Kombat characters. Was... Yeah, Scorpion or Sub Zero. Yeah, it was weird. Anyway, um. But uh, also, I think Warrior would be pretty fun to play. And I think his fatality could be like he paddle slaps him. He he like he does a what's it called ankle break, where he like kind of spins around like backwards and he kind of like slashes at their uh, their shins basically, like makes him kind of like fall down, stumble down, mm-hmm. and then he paddle slaps him mm-hmm. on the head to like disorient him. And then, like, the the opponent is, like, seeing three warriors in front of him because he's all, like, disoriented or whatever, like, right. dizzy and all that shit. And he sees three warriors just charging up this reckless blow and then just, whoom! And just it straight, like, cuts their entire body, like, in half. Their top half just, like, flies off. There's, like, blood spewing everywhere. That would be sick. I have the name for this. You ready? Yeah, give, give it, it, give it, it to me. It would be... Go. It's gonna be hard to say with a straight face. It would be row, row, row your boat gently till you scream. Is it that specifically because I called it paddle slap? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that and the seeing the three warriors is creepy, dude. <laughs> but mostly the paddle slap. I just was thinking of an oar. <laughs> Also, uh, I feel like ninjas would have to be nothing personal, kid. They, like, do some shit, and then, you know, the stereotypical, like, stamps the shit out of them, but slashes them up or whatever, and all of a sudden they disappear, and they appear behind them, and then finish them off. Then it has to be called nothing personal, kid. It just has to be. I don't care about the specifics of the fatality. They just have to disappear and then reappear behind them at some point, and it has to be called nothing personal, kid. Yeah. I'm with you. I what why? Actually, I'm not with you. Maybe I'm not with you. <laughs> why? Cuz of the the copy pasta, man. Have you never seen that copy pasta? <sighs> Maybe or, or that meme where it's like appears behind you nothing personal kid stabs you or you know whatever. I uh, I don't I don't I don't. You never seen that copy pasta slash? I mean, there's been memes. There's been copy pasta. It's been around for a really long time. It's supposed to be making fun of like edgy fedora wearing teens, basically. I don't watch Joe Never Fails this stream. Okay, well, <laughs> just sli- just throwing out a punch out of left field. <laughs> I don't watch that stream, so I would. I probably would have missed it. Yeah. Yeah. And on that note, I think that about does it for today's show. <laughs> We're going to end it on shitting on Joe Never Fails I, for some reason. How is that shitting? I just haven't had a <laughs> chance to catch the stream. 
<laughs> Alright, whatever. We'll call it there. Frosty, say what you gotta say to the people. Alright, uh, we need your guys' support. We gotta get viewership up. We wanna grow this thing, not shrink this thing. Please tell your friends, tell your kids, tell your wives. We uh, need to get the value pack out there. I am 100% going to put up a Reddit post tomorrow. Uh, regarding the podcast, once it's all up and released and everything, and uh, Solo. hopefully we don't get kicked for that, but yeah, we'll see what happens. What? Sell out. I gotta do it, dude. Some people <laughs> forgot we exist, you know? Also, I gotta mention in there that you special guest casted on the BSL, you know? Make you... you you're, so, you're such an integral part of this community, dude. I don't think anybody cares or knows who I am. Yeah, literally the number one comment that I kept seeing about me, mm -hmm. like in the chat as I was casting, was is that McCann's? I was like, what? Apparently I sounded like McCann's. I don't know. Do you? On the stream, apparently I did. I don't know. Maybe McCann's sounds like he's in the uh, back of people's rooms. I never thought he did, but apparently some people think that. I don't. I don't know. It's weird. But yeah, so. uh... Make sure you share. Viewership has been down, obviously, since Reddit. Because, uh, you know, people relied on Reddit or whatever to know when we're uploading all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, Frosty wants to kind of resume, not posting on Reddit, but... Yeah, just remind people a little bit. Yeah, resuming kind of the notification, I suppose. Yeah, and it's also it used to be. It's not completely down. Like we we've actually gained quite a few subscribers and listeners through other means, but definitely the viewership I think could be higher. Um Yeah, but, we've actually gained quite a few subscribers since we stopped posting on Reddit, which is nice. I'm glad that people saw or realized that subscribing on YouTube would be the only way to know that we're updating or joining the Discord. Uh, know that we're uploading now that we're not posting on Reddit anymore, so that's good. Uh, I think we're over. I think we're quite a ways over 200 subscribers now, which is awesome. Uh, on YouTube alone, that's not counting like SoundCloud, Castbox, you know, whatever else. Mm -hmm. So that's really dope. Uh, really glad that people are enjoying the show. But Frosty will start doing, you know, whatever he decides to do as far as Reddit goes. I'm I'm not gonna bother with it. I'm gonna. He can do whatever he needs to do. I'm gonna risk our lives. For one last ad. Risk, risk your Reddit account. But that's going to be it for uh, today's podcast, guys. We appreciate you all hanging out with us, uh, listening to another episode of us dicking around like we normally do, um, pretending like we know what we're talking about half the time. Uh, make sure you leave a comment. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel uh, and or whatever podcasting app you are listening to us on, SoundCloud, CastBox, whatever. Um, Make sure you join the Discord. Man, uh, we're probably going to do something this week at some point. Not sure what BR's off days are, but we'll see about doing something this week, maybe. Um, as far as this weekend goes, these we should still be uploading on Monday. Uh, kind of got to play it by year. If I end up not being able to record Sunday, then we will let everybody know that it will be delayed one day, but hopefully that doesn't happen. I don't think it will, but just letting everybody know early, uh, it might be getting delayed one day. If it does, you will know first and foremost if you're in the Discord. Uh, actually, that's the only way you'll know, so join the Discord. Uh, 
And yeah, that's gonna be it for uh, that's gonna be it for this podcast, guys. Thanks again for hanging out with us, and we'll see you next week. You know your mind, and here